What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. Network from Red Rock Studio in Los Angeles, California. This is the Shiznit Show with your hosts Kendra McGee, Damon the Weasel Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dino Red. Now put your hands together for the Shiznit Show. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Kenda. What it do, what it do. What it do, baby boo. <laughs> a good day, Wheezy. Wow, wow, wow. Yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Red rocks in the motherfucking house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Charlie Bell is en route. Once again, but we do have a very special co-host, uh, guest co-host, who is a former guest of the show, one of our favorites, and uh, also she is a, a she's even though she hasn't been here in a few years, it feels like she's here with us often because <laughs> we hear her all the time saying things like, "Did somebody say rape?" <laughs> or 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 maybe you know her better as Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. Give it up Hello. for Shannon Sangin Diva. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. Thank you for having me back. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for coming through. And I want to start off real quick. You know, I, I almost cussed you out because I got this text. Today, just a couple hours before the show, talking about I ain't singing though. Like what? Okay, how are you singing, diva? Known for singing? Going to tell me at the last? Even though I wasn't planning on having you sing this time anyway. But still, how you going? How you going? Right. So since you said that, I think you are not allowed to speak. Everything you say, you must sing. <laughs> any opinion you have, any anal- any any story, any commentary, well. sing it all. <laughs> this is going to be very interesting. <laughs> That's what you get. Well, texting me with, I'm like, no, she didn't. But like, I, you know what? I don't, I don't need you to sing anyway. I can, I can make you sing anytime I want to. Dino Red. 
the Shiznit Show. Bam. <laughs> You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Uh, <laughs> what? Don't need you. I got you. I'm so glad I'm so represented. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're the official, you're the voice of Red Rock. You better recognize. Yes, indeed. Shoot. Well, I was just saying I wasn't going to sing like I didn't come prepared for you. No, know, I got you. I know. Music or whatever. I know. I, I know. I'm just messing I mean, with you. I, I'd sing for you. I love you guys. I know you would. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> what he meant to say was he know you will <laughs> oh man so what it do what it do what's been up since the last time you know what let's go ahead and start with 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 our guest mm-hmm. our guest co-host you haven't been here with us in a, quite a while mm-hmm. so um what's been going on well, I mean, of course, I have been working and mm-hmm. traveling, but I actually took a little right. bit of a break because mm-hmm. my baby, my son, is going to be graduating from high How school. How old is this baby? He is 17, but he will be 18. Your grown-ass man? I know, my man-child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man-son. He's 6'6". Six, six. He is my grown man-son. Uh, for sure. Oh, yeah. a man-son, huh? <laughs> Charles, first name. Chucky. <laughs> Chucky man-son. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I, I'm on my way to Japan, and when I come back, he's like, "When are you coming home?" Because you know he's like my boyfriend, boss, husband slash manson. Mm-hmm. When are you coming home? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you know, on the second, third, something good." Because my champagne party, don't miss it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, he's the boss of me now. Right, right, right. Aww. It's funny that you said that because I've been kind of just peeping out social media. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that feels like I? I don't really notice this with with non-black people mm-hmm. but with black women i kind of kind of feel like they kind of got that oedipus thing and ran with it mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean to feel like it, it it a lot of times it feels like they're dating their sons mm-hmm. like if you know the by the comments and the the different the terminologies and the very my king and the, it just mm-hmm. it seems very uh uh, incestual erotic. <laughs> wow, that's a leap. Was like, did he I reach? Mean, was he reaching? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think they're they're literally having you know sex mm-hmm. with their sons, but it uh, the the terminology, the endearments, and the the it, it seems to mimic the relationship that you would have with your you know significant mm-hmm. other, your your male lover, as as it were, or or is it just me? Is it is this me? Am I, am I the only one? What? Don't everybody speak at once. Is this thing on? Hello? <laughs> Fuck all y'all. <laughs> I know I'm right, Damon. Uh, how about there's a guy at the table that has a mom <laughs> and and no siblings? And speak up. <laughs> Wait, just because they spend the night in the same bed, you know. <laughs> I haven't done that since I was 16. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously though, no, no, nobody seriously, nobody has noticed this. I wouldn't go that far, but I say that there is truth to what you're saying. There, there's that something there's, going there's on. There's an there. over babying, coddling, and 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 using the kind of terms that you're saying. Yes, I don't think in a sexual way, but yes, yeah. in a way that they uh, they put um, 
they attribute things that should be a man taking care of the household, a husband, those mm-hmm. kind of um, behaviors to their son. Mm-hmm. So yeah, kind of put them in an in charge role, which I don't think sons should be. But mm-hmm. and then they feel like they should, you know, they've got to be the protector right. when they're children. Yeah. So right. I say there is some truth to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would say that the that oh now you speak up. Well, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, then, man. I'm gonna go. If my mama wasn't in Australia right now, <laughs> I'd be riding off in the sunset. Right. <laughs> Have her take me out to dinner or something. With her on the back of the horse. Exactly. <laughs> or the front. Yeah, it depends on who horses it is. Right. It's hers. <laughs> who are we kidding? Yeah, right. yeah, who are we kidding? <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I agree with Kenda in, in a lot of cases. Uh, I, I know my mom used to say that that uh, when I was a kid, people would say stuff. Are you taking care of your mom? You, you, you know, are you uh, right? Right. You, you watching? Uh, you, you watching out for You're the man of the house? Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and she said that would freak me out. I'd be like, uh, what? Yeah, you take that <laughs> literally. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like seven, dude. Right. <laughs> what am I gonna do? But yeah, a lot, a lot of times people do uh, put attribute uh, 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 like uh, the void that's missing from a, a full grown man being in the house. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I remember. Uh, I remember one time, you know, my uncle, when he was about 12, he came over to uh, uh, my mother and my father were having difficulties. And, you know, my dad was uh, was uh, doing he he was he was uh, he was dangerous. And so mm-hmm. my the answer was to have my 12-year-old uncle come over wow. <laughs> and sleep on the couch with a baseball bat. And like many years later, my uncle was like. Oh, what was I gonna do? <laughs> I'm 12 years old right. against a grown man. <laughs> exactly. You know. Wow, how things change. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember uh, my niece um, Raquel. She there was they they had uh, this guy who moved into the building. He was he was a gangbanger, mm-hmm. and he was paying uh, Raquel a lot of unwanted attention. Mm-hmm. And Mark, uh, who's you know still her her husband or man or whatever to this day mm-hmm. back then uh they were all, you know everybody was in high school at this time mm-hmm. and uh you know he kind of spoke to the dude like hey you know mm-hmm. she's taken and you know whatever mm-hmm. you know be respectful step off whatever and uh he wasn't having it wasn't you know didn't pay him any any mind anyway things escalated and i don't remember exactly what happened but some threats were made and my sister was uh a little a little um, worried about everybody's safety because uh, at the time it was just well, um, Deuce, my nephew. He's the he's the oldest, the oldest kid, the oldest son, mm-hmm. and he was like the old, you know, the only man in the house at the time. I lived mm-hmm. around the corner, and then uh, Shelly's boyfriend didn't live far away either. And uh, so anyway, we all instead of gra- instead of grabbing baseball bats, we grabbed our guns and spent the night <laughs> and slept on the couch in the floor. <laughs> so it was like three of us all strapped. Because, <laughs> wow. you know, he was a gangster and the baseball bat wasn't going to get it if he decided he was going to do something. <laughs> but anyway, uh, sorry, we, we kind of uh, took the... We digress. Yeah, we digress. We kind of took the show away from, uh, yes. from uh, Diva. Uh, go ahead and finish telling us um, what you were... Uh, catching us up on uh, your your amazing oh. travels and oh, whatnot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, my fantastic adventures. You've been all around the world and I, 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 I. She's but, been everywhere, man. She's been everywhere. Yeah, man. Well, and 
no, actually, April 16th, which is a Saturday, I have a show at Spaghettini's in Seal Beach. With, yay! All right, holla. <laughs> with a fantastic piano player. I am the featured vocalist. Mm. He's a friend of mine who lives across the pond. Oh, okay. He lives in London, and his name is Ollie Silk. Nice. That's his real name, Ollie Silk. Oh, like, right, yeah. Ollie. Yeah. Ollie. It's not my stage name. It's like my right, parents' right, name. Right. Like, Cheers, wow, really? Ollie. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, Mike. <laughs> so we're having a fantastic show. And before I could even start to promote it on social media or anything, I think the tickets are pretty much sold out. But I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I mean, you can come in here you know and what I'm tell saying? us about a show right, and get right. us all excited about right, it and then right. drop the bomb. Mm-hmm. But you can't come. Mm-hmm. I mean, right, right. I ain't even had time to come up with the I mean, excuse. I was, I was about to be like, so when are, where are our tickets at? <laughs> right. When are we coming? Yeah, are, are we front row seats? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, since you are supporters of the yeah. Sang and Diva movement, which I love, 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 love so you much. You know what? That's disrespectful. That's it, it right. Is, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But I mean, I'm gonna make it up. Your mama should have raised you better. <laughs> she, she tried. She tried. Yeah, cheetah girl, you should have raised her better. That was all kinds of disrespectful. I'm gonna sit down and write you a long letter. <laughs> Shout out, mom. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to cheetah girl. Yes. Um. No. So I'm gonna be having more shows and other things, of course, as the year progresses. So of course, I'll keep you posted. This isn't a singing diva show. I am featured, yes, and probably be singing a lot of songs. Okay. But it is Ollie Silk's show, mm. and mm-hmm. I will be there. Okay. And right. you can't, but... Okay. Still in the show. No, she's still, <laughs> still she's rubbing it in. Still in the show like a little thief that she is, we a little have, klepto, yeah. going around stealing other people's shows, <laughs> grabbing people's spotlight. Right. Show thief, show thief. Mm-hmm. Show thief. Grabbing all the shine. There you go. <laughs> I try. Got, got That's Dino what I and his nephew laying on the ground with a shotgun worried about getting his <laughs> <laughs> song stolen. The, yes. the show stolen. That's right. Yes. That's Lock up the shiznit now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes. So, Kenda, what's been up, girl? Well, um, this week I actually took some time to, you know, because I'm, I have a movie pass. I don't know if I mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. I know I've mentioned it to you mm-hmm. before, Weezy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you it's said like, a movie pass? It's a movie pass, and I really like this, and I really highly suggest it. And if you want one, just let me know so I can email you the thing so that I can get, you know, $20 for each person mm-hmm. I refer. But anyway, <laughs> back to the story. Movie pass is really clever. It's an app mm-hmm. that you download, and then you sign up for it, and it's like 30 some parts of the country, it may be up to thirty-five, forty a month, but it's about thirty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Unlimited movies, basically one movie a day, thirty movies a month. So you basically, after watching two movies, get your money back. And I'm the kind of person who just used to refuse to pay fifteen dollars unless it was something just so big coming out. I would just wait for it to come on cable. But now, last year, I saw almost every movie out there, and so I hadn't caught up on movies mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. And so I went and caught two movies this week: um, Ten Cloverfield Lane mm-hmm. and Miles Apart. Miles, mm-hmm. Miles Apart is that what? Miles, Miles Davis's Davis movie. movie. Oh, okay. Oh, let me tell you about that movie right there. Yes. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Now, if you have ADD, you might not be able to um, focus. I have some friends. like They need a lot of action all the time. And this movie, to me, was very much like his music. Mm-hmm. It was erratic. It was fast. It was kind of sweet and slow and deep at points. You know what I mean? It moved like like his music, like mm-hmm. a soundtrack from his life would. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fascinating. And on the production side, the mm-hmm. editing was just so phenomenal. To me, I love the transitions, but I'm, you know, that's my thing, watching it like a TV person. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed it. And Don Cheadle, come on now with the Oscar nomination mm-hmm. on that. It was brilliant. It really was. I enjoyed it. Now, did, now, mm-hmm. did all the actors 
uh, on the screen, did they turn their back to the audience right. while they uh, performed? No. <laughs> that would have been good, right? <laughs> no, but that would have been hot. You know, it really was a, a, a large part of it was a love story mm-hmm. or his love story. But And I, you know, because he was such a mysterious person, you didn't know a lot about the man behind the music. So mm-hmm. it was fascinating to see some of that, that mm-hmm. inner workings of his mind and kind mm-hmm. of what was happening and some of the, how much he was in love with this woman and how it spiraled into abuse and, you know, that kind of thing and how part of his life he was alone and, and, and by himself and kind of hold into his like own world as some creative geniuses are sometimes really fascinating i recommend it though really i'm so do. glad i'm glad you liked it my friend the the music all the trumpeting music yeah. that you heard my friend kenyon harold is the one who i saw his name that. on the credits oh, it's and phenomenal he plays with maxwell like we've toured yes together, so he's, i'm so glad i love oh, it and see i'm a jazz fan because oh. i grew up in a jazz family my grandfather used to play with dizzy gillespie mm. he was a bass player so i and my brother my father played my brothers and so and i played in a jazz band growing up so I'm really into that kind of music, and it just brought part of my childhood back to Miles Davis. Girl, I might have to find you some tickets to my hey, show. Hey, see now, see. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Yes. Well, now, now, I'm feel, now I'm feeling kind of blue. <laughs> I see. Oh, by the way, and Miles's music is not jazz music; it is social music. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Mm-hmm. Ahead of social media, social mm-hmm. music. So, loved it. Oh, uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, stupidest ending of a movie I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't even understand what process was going. I mean, I don't even. Understand understand how you get from that kind of movie that was pretty good and interesting to the last 10 minutes of that it just completely two separate worlds made no sense hmm. um i yeah well i i'd say this about i think the the thing that they were going for is that the uh the the that the uh that the crazy dude uh turned out that yeah he, yeah, he was, was he was a psychotic but yeah. he was right 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 <laughs> and i, I think and plus, they wanted to. Uh, I guess sequel. they sequel. Wa- yeah, they, they want, want a sequel. Yeah, the, the movie originally wasn't supposed to be a sequel to yeah. Cloverfield, right? Okay. And uh, the way they ended it, it was kind of tacked on. Uh, hmm. It was kind of tacked on so that it could be uh, yeah. considered a sequel to yeah. uh, to uh, to a part of the same universe. But yeah. was there a way to make it? Where he was right, where it wasn't so stupid, like you, you, where it could have been the end of the world or whatever it was, but where mm-hmm. he, it wasn't, it was really stupid, y'all. Yeah. Not, a, not gonna, spo- no, no spoiler alert. Just foolishness. I thought I was watching an animated. I mean, really, a cartoon yeah. or something. Like well, it made no sense. Yeah, it was it was tacked on though. Yeah, they, they, they shot, okay. They shot that after, at a separate after, time. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what yeah. it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Well, I just took over, Dina. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Who you think you are? Uh, singing, Bell. singing diva. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's not. <laughs> there you go. It's, that's right. It's, it's yes. singing. <sighs> so, Weez, what's been up with you, man? Ah, uh, dude, I, I, uh, I watched uh, I, I watched uh, a confrontation between a a, a, a handicapped <gasps> dude and uh, a, a dude who you know thought the handicapped dude was an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> The handicapped dude was in a wheelchair, right? Did you uh, get it on video? Uh, no, no. This, this he he just had a limp. Oh, okay. oh. but but uh, wheelchair dudes, they be assholes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> they are assholes. <laughs> and do not be sticking into the walkway when they're driving, <laughs> rolling by. Okay. No, they they. I, I got stories. They rolling, are assholes. Rolling, watch that asshole rolling. You will get a cane <laughs> to the car. Yeah. So like, I will fuck up a dude in a wheelchair. <laughs> I will fuck you up. I will. What I, is with the I will, I will kick your ass. He is 
always had some kind of experience. I, I don't give a fuck about you in your wheelchair. You can get I, it. You I, can get it just yeah, like the next Dino. man. Catch a hot one, motherfucker. Somebody has, somebody pissed Dino off in a wheelchair. Beat you with a Let placard. Let tell you, right. <laughs> Rolled over his toes, honey. Assholes. Ooh. Man, just like bus drivers. All right, go ahead. My bad. Go, go ahead, Weezy. Go ahead. But, but yeah, this dude, uh, uh, this dude, he, uh, I was at work and, uh, he parked in the middle of the driveway. He, he, there, there's, we have a handicapped spot that was empty. Mm-hmm. He could have parked there. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but he chose, and there are people who park on, like, like on the side. Uh, which is still illegal, but at least people can get by. Right. No, this motherfucker parked right in the middle of the uh, uh, the uh, 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 the driveway, and rather than like say, "Hey, dude, you got to move your car," it was like, "Okay, our our thing was like, let's get him out of here as fast as possible. Uh, that way, we don't have any confrontation and we don't lose any business." So, dude, so it's like you know, he, he's just sitting there, and it's like. Damn, we thought we, you would like just take it and go, mm-hmm. but no, he's lounging. Sitting, he's lounging. He's sitting there eating, like you know. And so, uh, what, uh, a person drives by and he just honks at the dude, like you know, get out of the way. Dude takes his car, backs up, and goes to confront the guy. Well, first he gives the guy the finger, like the guy who was stuck out of the who wasn't uh, the guy who wasn't uh, 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 blocking the way. Yeah, <laughs> like you know. Uh, he was wrong, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then he goes back, and so you know, me and me and my coworker like, uh, do you do you think he moved uh, to get out of the way, or do you think he went back to the fight? I was like, I don't know. And so we go on the back, and dude is standing outside of his car, and he's going face to face, screaming at the dude that that uh, 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 honked his Honk horn. Said, Yeah, go ahead, hit me, hit me. I want you to hit me. And, you know, finally, you know, uh, and, and both me and my partner, we're real hotheads, but we were like the voices of reason, you know? <laughs> right. We're like, okay, dude, just, just back up. Yeah. It's not worth it. We understand why you'd want, you, you know, you shouldn't hit him, but we'd understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we'd lie for you, but, you know, just <laughs> let's, let's just get him out of here. That sounds like tweaker madness. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. He was he was he was a monumental asshole. I feel it like was, you guys all should have beat his ass. <laughs> oh, we should have. <laughs> oh, we should have. You know. <laughs> but it's against the law, so. <laughs> but uh, some laws are made to be broken. <laughs> <laughs> some bones are made to be broken. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, it, 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 it's amazing, man. That like you know, some people just. They're they're so entitled that it, it it reminded me of a time when wow uh, uh it was like like eleven at night or something and this dude like had his music blasting he was in a car in in my neighbor's next door mm-hmm. had his music blasting mm-hmm. and so I go out there and I say hey man you mind turning your music down and he looks at me walks up to me mm-hmm. he's like you want me to turn my music down oh <laughs> oh. I said, yeah, it's it's eleven o'clock at night, you, and you blasting the music. You said, "All right, man, you ain't got to have an attitude about it." <laughs> I love it. I love it. It was bruh man. Yes. It was yes. bruh man from Martin. Was. He was, was eating a sandwich, huh? Yes. It was it was bruh man. I know it was on <laughs> <laughs> from the fifth floor. Exactly. Crawling <laughs> through your window. Shit, that nigga look like a member of Full Force. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> 
by the way, that um, the whole thing with the the cars, though, mm-hmm. and the the ro- you know getting angry at other drivers mm-hmm. and the road rage thing road rage, can yeah. really be a dangerous thing. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys heard that um, yeah. former defensive end Will Smith yeah. from uh, oh, the yeah, New Orleans yeah, Saints yeah, 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 was yeah. shot and killed um, the other this. day yeah. uh, over a minor traffic. It was he and his girl or wife. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's like, married. Yeah. Uh, we're driving. Wait, hold, hold on. Who, who are we talking about? Now? Will Smith. A football player. A football okay. player. Yeah, okay. not Will Smith. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> New Orleans Saint. Former okay. defensive end for the New Orleans Saints. Yes. Okay. Thank you. And <laughs> they were um, they were in a minor he traffic. He's from West Philadelphia. <laughs> Going away. Well, well. In the parking lot where he spent most of his day. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> then a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in the neighborhood. They got in one little fight. And look what happened. And look what happened. And look what be careful. Be careful, y'all. He's laying in the street. Right. Bleeding out. No lie. Bleeding and dead. Yeah, so yeah. some minor traffic um, fender bender. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently, Wills, Wills, the football player, former New Orleans Saint player, uh, exchanged words with the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy pulled out a gun and shot both he and his wife. Wow. Killing Smith. Yeah. And it turns out this guy was a former high school football star mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. at New Orleans, the one with the, who's now charged with second degree he, he murder. Was, he was well wow. known. Very well known. He, he was well known. Uh, uh, Tyran, Tyran Matthew, who mm-hmm. uh, uh, is with the uh, uh, Phoenix Cardinals. Um, he tweeted out that this dude was always a coward wow. and that wow. you know he was well known in the New Orleans area mm. and he basically said, I hope you get what you deserve. Wow. But, mm. but yeah, apparently this so dude sorry. had a reputation. He, is, he he was like one of the top high school football players of his, uh, uh, you know, when he graduated. He should, he, he washed out. Uh, they, they said his freshman year would have been uh, uh, during the Hurricane Katrina year. Okay. So maybe that, that was maybe a factor. Maybe that was it. But uh, he, I mean, other dudes from New Orleans, you know, from that time made it. And he, he's like one of those guys who should have made it. And it's a question it. if the, yeah. the scouts were like, uh, the recruiters were like, he's got issues and we're yeah. going to keep hands off him. That happens with some yeah. of the most talented. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Bitch ass. Yeah. So <laughs> sad story. So be careful with the road rage thing. You never know who's behind that other wheel that you might be popping off to. Yep. Mm-hmm. True Listen that. for me too. True that. True that. Because folks, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we like some old black ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Honey boom. Honey boom. <laughs> yes, Dino. You really went back. Yes. That's right. Yes, honey yes, boom. Honey boom. Yes. Mm. <laughs> so good. So Charlie Bell, what's been up with you, Hi, baby Charlie girl? Charlie Bell. Good well, to see well, you, girl. Oh, made it. So happy you here. I'm happy to be here too. You know how, you know how it go, girl. I'm now. I'm depending on people for rides. You got to be on their schedule. Mm-hmm. Transportationally mm-hmm. challenged. Transportationally challenged is a bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking of transportationally challenged, what? I have a recap of. I don't know if you well, you weren't part of the crew, but when we were talking about um, this guy came to my. House. Oh, that's a famous episode there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's been that's been on the No Nonsense show. Uh, <laughs> shout out to be honest. They, yeah. they they've mentioned that episode a couple of wow. times. Yeah. Uh, so this motherfucker, this happened what like that was a bit like last summer, right? Mm-hmm. July, August. Was it that long ago? I think it was. Wow. Yeah. Damn, mm-hmm. that's that crazy. Yeah. yeah. And seemed so, like only yesterday. It does. <laughs> so wait, is the same guy? Yeah, the same guy. Oh, damn. He hasn't Part te- two. He, he never texted me or called me or anything after that. Can I have that. a 10-second recap? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah. yeah Catch sorry. everybody yeah, up. Me. Yeah. And, so, and start um, with Kenda. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so a gentleman who we, he was a mutual friend and he hit me up on Facebook. We mm-hmm. started talking and then um, we tried to go on a couple little dates or whatever. Mm-hmm. We went on one date. It was cool. And then um, <clears throat> the second date, he, he doesn't drive. And so this was he was the he was the one that made me say, like, I can't fuck with you if you don't drive. Yeah, so right. he was the straw that oh, broke right. the camel's <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go See, again. Here we go. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> so, but this... about Charlie Bell. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, when I was still charitable and open-minded, he... <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to be on the train. I was like, wow. oh, yeah, I don't live too far from the train. I'll come scoop you up. Um, and... I had cocktails at my house. I said, let's, we can, you know, start at my crib and we'll decide, you know, I live in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We can go have a drink somewhere, go mm-hmm. get dinner, whatever. So we ended up having cocktails and he got he a little had, bit. He brought the cock, you brought the tail. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> he had the tail. <laughs> yeah. Cocktails, woo ni- <laughs> <laughs> And neither of them got together. There we go. <laughs> Thank God, right? This motherfucker was crazy. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> So he got all drunk and tipsy, and I told him from jump, I never made any, like, we never made out, we Mm -hmm. did nothing. There was no indication that he was going to get any Mm -hmm. type of ass. Mm -hmm. And so I I told him, I was like, I have to be at work early in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to keep a, a, a respectful time right mm-hmm. so when it was around almost midnight i told him i was like you okay it's i know you had a lot to drink but it's gotta go and he's mm-hmm. like oh he got all mad at me because the train stopped running i'm like that's not my yeah. problem <laughs> you better right. get on uber right uber that's what lift I, that's what i said okay he's like he's like i don't have uber i'm like oh. well i was like well you know what <laughs> you don't have you don't want nobody has uber right. <laughs> you don't have to only one guy owns uber you don't have to own uber in order to use uber right. i don't have uber nigga right. get uber download it i wasn't even i was like you know what i don't i just i just met you i don't really feel comfortable having you spend the night here i said i'll pay i said mm-hmm. you know what let me just call the uber no problem you know what that's disrespectful that's right he got pissed that's what it is it's right he got totally fucking pissed what yeah and i was like i was Mm. like okay fine whatever so i just threw him some blankets you know he let him sleep on the couch which wait you're nice yeah that's what yeah that's what we like you are real nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) but wait so why does this motherfucker call me or text me out the blue a couple days ago and i'm thinking oh maybe he's calmed down or maybe he's you know, like realize it was just a misunderstanding with alcohol involved, and it that's on his part, pretty much, <laughs> right? <laughs> Again, somebody who's wrong getting mad at the other person, right. <laughs> oh, getting but, all indignant and shit. No but, no, but he got crazy, and you let him stay in the house. I hope. Did did you have a roommate at the time? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, girl, home alone. So, so, <laughs> but it's still it's a, another no. woman though. Yeah, but still. But, but still, that's better than alone, but still. Right, right, right. But she was and sleeping still. with a gun, so that is okay. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so he goes, he goes full, full psycho. A year later? A, uh, yeah. He goes, a nigger is a nigger. You are so beneath what I'm used to. You know, you're about to hustle life. You, you, you know, he calls me a fucking hoe. He's like, you the same hoe I could have banged in a Hollywood hotel. Peace, bitch. Like, he went... Just out the blue, he yeah. just he just so went bipolar on you out the blue. He Do went that. total like you, didn't you sure that was meant for you. Yeah, yes. are you sure? Did you yes. reach out to him? No, I didn't. Re- Why would he reach? Well, out then to him? maybe it was an accident. Maybe he was cursing no. somebody else out. No. That's what I said. No, girl, this was a. He went. Did he call your name? This was. Did a, he hear the radio show about that, himself? Did he say that, that bitch Charlie Bell? 
was talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. What would bring it up a year later? Because sometimes bipolar. people be mad, girl. This is what I'm saying. Right. He He's was saving. He's got. Something. He was an angry person, and it just goes He's to very show. Concerning. It was like it escalated he, quickly, though. Honey. Didn't it? Yes, <laughs> totally <laughs> escalated. But sometimes dudes get mad real and quick. Be like you like real quick. No, I'm not real fucking quick. Zero to hundred real quick. Yeah. And then you know like they have a right to it or something. And the, but then every time they think of your name, just out of the blue, they start texting you bullshit. Probably because he was drunk. But I'm just saying, you know, it happens. I'm a witness. It happens. It does happen. But you be doing shit though, Shannon. Which <laughs> side are you on? You'll be today? breaking hearts and shit. You'll be breaking hearts. I know you. You was a heartbreaker, like worse than Mariah Carey. <laughs> but she got a billionaire, so I mean, I guess you know she laid out the blueprint for bitchdom to work. <laughs> right, 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 right. So anyway, just wow. Uh, That's uh, yeah. well. Scary. Did you respond to him? That's crazy. I blocked him. Well, I right, right. Yeah, Very blocked good. him. But he's Psycho. got this motherfucker. Is he is he issue. following you on Twitter or Facebook or any social media? Something. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Good. No. That is crazy because I'm thinking like maybe he just saw Heard like something, like saw your post or something, right. or saw saw you on social media and that just he reminded, just rekindled some. But what's crazy is he ain't had a right to like you were extremely magnanimous. Like you were I mean, more nice than most, people think you should have been. Because no, I would have put his ass out. No, he said he I was to go. No, he said I was hood and crazy and a hoe and a, a, oh, wow. a, a hoe a hoe that a, didn't give you. We're not talking the part. We're not talking the part where he was right. What that <laughs> make you? <laughs> Don't be doing my Charlie Bell like that. We don't appreciate this is this is this, 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 this women have no, no, no. the majority today. Right. I'm gonna let you, you can, know. Three to, three to one. There we go. Right. right. That's right. That's right. Isn't that right? We say yes. Right. Yes. Yes. That'll be right. <laughs> Just like the wheelchair man. You can catch these hands. You can catch these hands. Get this work. Right. Nobody cares about you. Because you're Dino Red. Anyway. That was anyway. hilarious. Well, that was, well, well, just in case Mr. Creepy up. is listening, she don't want you. She ain't mm-hmm. never going to want you. So go somewhere and sit down over in the corner, please. Sit down. Bye, boy. Yeah, that's crazy. Bye. Yeah. Anger issues. Yeah, I hope he doesn't. Uh, Rejection issues. I would say if he if he contacts you at any like that again, then you get a restraining order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seriously, because that's not wound order. tight a year later. That's there's nothing that's, wound tight about that. That's right, all was, seriousness aside. I mean, I mean, all, all, all joking aside, that is a little. Again. That's a little. It scary. was over the top, right? Yeah, it's too much. I yeah. I, I don't know. I, that's I, a reaction I'd expect the first day of a fight. A year later, there's something wrong, and that crazy. means you can't let it go. And you were replaying it over and over and over in your head. He probably got pictures of you up on the wall right. and stuff, throwing darts at him and all that. You know what I'm saying? Real OCD, right? It was creepy. Over so. nothing. Over okay. the over shit over that nothing. you did wrong. Right. Like, right. it was crazy. Gave you a ride and gave you a bed to sleep in while a couch. Wow. Right, right, right. Crazy. Could have been walking home at three in the morning, boy. Right. Mm-mm-mm. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really concerned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Weezy. I love I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned yes. for it. At first you know, I was like, Charlie never mind, but safety. now I'm, yeah. I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Oh, and he's supposed to be a professor at somebody's school. Oh, Lord. So those always Look are the crazy ones, the professor. Yeah. So I just... 
Mm. I feel like I should mm. warn his students. David Gale. Isn't that that movie about a professor? Oh. Now, now, <laughs> now, can you file a police report just so that there's a record of you know, I think she that, that you know this guy is harassing you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just I mean, even if they can't do anything right now, I mean, just, just you know, just build your case in case you have anything. to get a restraining order or something like that. That paper yeah. trail life. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. All right. So, um, well, what about you, Dino? What about me? What I don't you know. Up to, buddy. Man. Not, not, not anything really. I just been, you know, being Danya's dad. That's it. I haven't been doing anything really, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I had something and it's escaped me at the moment, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, heavy. yeah. Charlie Belden brought the show down. Heavy. He made it all serious and stuff. <laughs> but, well, uh, did you see that? Champagne is supposed to be good for uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's and dementia, so maybe you need to drink more champagne. Champagne wishes and caviar drinks. Yeah. Yeah. God, caviar is nasty. <laughs> oh, it is nasty. Yeah. It's so salty. salty. Ooh, it's yeah. so salty. I'm like, you know, <laughs> I, I, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I had some hummus caviar. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that shit was ridiculous. It really? was so good. Yeah, I used Ooh. to get it from the um, when I worked at at, um, at this. Well, I worked near a, a farmers market uh, that was downtown, and they one of the one of the vendors there would make his own hummus, and he made a, a caviar hummus. Mm. Oh my god, it was so good. It was, well, I bet it was good because it was the salt in it. It was would make yeah. It it, it was so bomb, good, man. but it was just expensive. I had to like it was just <laughs> save up, you know. I was like, man, you're like I was out there sucking to... dick for hummus. Make <laughs> <laughs> no sense. I believe that. Giving hummus for hummus. <laughs> well, I could run on that platform. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about crowdfunding, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Y'all are <crazy>. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> All right then. Talk so about too salty. Let's go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what Double you know salt. about how that tastes? Oh, I've read. Okay, I'm just making sure. Oh, see, that's why I didn't even get it. <laughs> oh, I was like caviar. I was like, wait, I know caviar is salty, but I'm like, whose dick is salty? Like Donald Trump's whose dick is? Anybody who just worked out. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 salty balls. <laughs> Chef's the chocolate chef, salty yes. balls. <laughs> <laughs> News and noteworthy. The shiznit. So, uh, there's a, there's, there's this, uh, I guess, this, I guess you can call it a, um, kind of a clap back or a sentiment or whatever because going around on social media that where people are upset <laughs> and saying that there was no wave of compassion when addicts were hooked on crack as opposed to now that the 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 drug du jour is an opiate family mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of middle class and upper middle class and white and and white mm. people who are 
are now having drug problems and <clears throat> the the narrative has changed it's gone from you know criminals and and, animals. and 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 hoods and super thugs predators. and whatever to like yeah, exactly. now they're like they're victims <laughs> and they're you know they're sick and right. they're, there's an illness and disease right right and uh this actually caught the attention of saying diva so much so that she was like i need to talk about this i need to get this off my chest and she went on this rant she hijacked a mutual friend kyle's page and just went on about it i love it and i was like wow because you know diva her her posts are usually like diva love oh i'm here in italy or milan and with you know all these legends and having great times and champagne wishes and caviar like it's just like everything is just light and just fluffy and just vapid and then like wow i was like oh she got opinions yeah wow check it out but um so i'm gonna play this clip and then i'm gonna let uh i'm gonna let diva go first with her her comments about this this particular topic finally tonight a news hour essay as we reported earlier, President Obama today announced plans to expand drug treatment centers and increase the use of drugs that reverse the effect of opioids like heroin, Oxycontin, and Percocet. Communities across the country are developing new approaches to this epidemic in an attempt to support addicts, helping them into treatment instead of arrests. New York's Cardoza Law School professor, Ikao Yanka, compares today's approach to heroin users to the tough-on-crime response a few decades ago to those using crack cocaine. That Kroger, the Midwestern grocery chain, has decided to make the heroin overdose drug naloxone available without a prescription is a sign of how ominous the current epidemic has grown. Faced with a rising wave of addiction, misery, crime, and death, our nation has linked arms to save souls. Senators and CEOs, Midwestern pharmacies, and even tough-on-crime Republican presidential candidates now speak with moving compassion about the real people crippled by addiction. It wasn't always this way. Thirty years ago, America was facing a similar wave of addiction, death, and crime, and the response could not have been more different. Television brought us endless images of thin, black, ravaged bodies, always with desperate, dried lips. We learned the words, mm -hmm. crack baby. Back then, when addiction was a black problem, there was no wave of national compassion. Instead, we were warned of super predators, young, faceless black men wearing bandanas and sagging jeans. No matter how far from our lives crack was, we're guilty by association. By the time I was in college in the early 1990s, my short dreadlocks meant older women would cross the street to avoid me. African Americans were cast as pathological. Their plight was evidence of collective moral failure, of welfare mothers and rock-slinging thugs, and a reason to cut off all help. Blacks would just have to pull themselves out of the crack epidemic. Until then, the only answer lay in cordoning off the wreckage with militarized policing. Today, police chiefs facing heroin addiction are responding not by invoking war, but by trying to save lives and get people into rehab. Suddenly, crime is understood as a sign of underlying addiction rather than a scourge to be eradicated. One former narcotics officer said, these are people. They have a purpose in life, and we can't look at it any other way. But he couldn't quite put his finger on just what had changed. His words reflect our collective self-denial. It's hard to describe how bittersweet many African Americans feel witnessing this. Glad to be rid of a failed war on drugs, yes, but also weary and embittered. 
When the faces of addiction had dark skin, the police didn't see sons and daughters, sisters and brothers. Mm -hmm. They saw brothers, young thugs to be locked up, not people with a purpose in life. No one laments the violence the crack bomb set off more than African Americans. But how we respond to the crimes accompanying addiction depends on how much we care about those affected. White heroin addicts get overdose treatment, rehabilitation, and reincorporation. Black drug users got jail cells and just say no. Hmm. It would be perverse to want to go back. And this is not just about racial guilt. The hope is that we really can learn from our meanest moments. This stark moment gives us the opportunity to quit our dedication to ignoring racism. Next time we, or even you, are faced with an indictment of institutionalized racism, maybe we can swallow the knee-jerk dismissal or the condescending finger-wagging and imagine if you would accept such treatment of your own. We don't have to wait until a problem has a white face to answer with humanity. That was deep. Here we go. Diva, your thoughts? My thoughts, I think, mirror what he was saying. Mm-hmm. When there was a crack ep- epidemic, first of all, I mean, where do we even get it from? It was dropped mm-hmm. on us by President Reagan and his cronies to prove points that, yes, that's why I blame Rick Ross. You right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was slipping the blitz every day, the every day, every day. I'm hustling. <laughs> <laughs> he was definitely husband. But I just feel like because now it has reached middle America, it has reached the white people, I feel like because now white grandmothers are having to raise their daughters and sons, children. Now they're having three and four and 12 grandchildren all around from cousins and nieces and everybody coming and dumping at your door. Now all of a sudden we want to have a national conversation and now we need compassion when there are many, many, many families that were broken lives that Mm -hmm. were ruined that are still sitting behind bars for something that they were just doing because that was all that was available for them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and nobody wanted to give them rehab programs Mm -hmm. or specialty programs even in jail no Mm -hmm. but you can make this license plate for two cents an hour Mm -hmm. you know so i just feel like you want to have the national conversation we can but let's go back 30 years ago and talk about what has happened and Look at treatments for what has gone on. You know, there are wounded right. children, wounded people, wounded that have grown up under that, and they need help and care too. Right. We can't just start fresh today and act like, you know, <coughs> because it's Sarah. Set the reset button. Yeah. It's like we need to uh, actually account for the ongoing consequences mm-hmm. of the choices we make. But um, look, this country. Drug policy in this country has always been about social control, and it's always been racialized. I mean, this isn't anything new. Mm -hmm. This goes back to anti-Asian sentiment with the opium war. That opium was legal, but until Mm -hmm. the Chinese immigrated. Marijuana was legal Legal until there, exactly, Mm -hmm. until there was widespread Mm -hmm. Mexican immigration. Mm -hmm. So drug policy has never been about drugs. The biggest, we know that they like drugs, they Mm -hmm. love drugs. The Mm -hmm. biggest drug pushers are the pharmaceuticals. Of course. And in fact, they're one of the reasons why the heroin epidemic is so big today is because a lot of these people are um, resorting to street drugs yep. after they can't get no longer afford right, no access right. to they, they've, they've unleashed this Oxycontin mm-hmm. on all these super hardcore Oxycodone yeah, mm-hmm. Percocets mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. super potent drugs and now people are so we, we understand addiction 
is a is a, a is an epidemic. It's a health crisis. It's a social crisis. It's a health mm-hmm. crisis. It's it's so multifaceted. But we need to acknowledge that drug policy in this country has always been about social control. And you can't right. pick and choose who you want to help <coughs> when the epidemic that you started gets out of control. Now you can't pick and choose how you're going to shave off some and throw some away. But we're going to save this portion of. Them. I mean, you can't pick and choose that way. You have to mm-hmm. say if we're going to do it for one, we're going to do it for all. Well, I guess they shouldn't be able to but they kind of oh, can they, they, they kind of did because they, they know do. they do right they, yeah they did mm-hmm. but uh, and, and what uh piggybacking on what charlie bell uh mentioned the uh the next story ties in with that exactly um where actually it's, this is kind of all the same conversation we, it came out uh that the nixon a reportedly admitted drug war was meant to target black people and hippies mm-hmm. yeah um so uh you know but the difference he, is he came out and said it. Hippies mm. can shave off their long ponytails and put on their corporate suits and ask their and fathers. No right. Yeah, and now now you're no longer a hippie right. and you can ask your father for at his company for a job or one of his cronies and right. now you're no longer considered exactly. You're no mm. longer <coughs> a profiled person considered the thug, the hippie that the drugs are targeted towards. Right. And now you can change face whereas a black person can never do that. Right. You're always Handpicked as this is who you are, this is your box, know your place, or else I'm throwing you under the jail. Absolutely. For and sure. just to piggyback on what um, I just wanted to read a couple of things because mm-hmm. uh, to piggyback on what Charlie Bell was saying, um, from 1980 to 2008, when that war on drugs started, the number of people incarcerated in America quadrupled mm-hmm. from 500,000 to 2.3 million. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about African Americans, we now constitute nearly 1 million of the 2.3 million incarcerated individuals mm-hmm. in our U.S. prison systems. And then check this out. Um, whites uh, use drugs, hardcore drugs, five times as much as African-Americans. Mm-hmm. Yet African-Americans are sent to prison for drug offenses at 10 times the rate. Mm-hmm. If African-Americans, by the way, African-Americans serve virtually as much time in prison for a drug offense as whites do for violent crimes. Absolutely. And and, and even going Let's back, see. looking at the crack, the crack epidemic, mm-hmm. like it, it did have a, a so-called black face. But even back then, white people were... There were more oh, white more co- crack addicts yeah, yeah. than black. Yeah. So it's always <clears throat> been about the way that it's portrayed, the way that they use people's misery mm-hmm. to, again, to exert social control mm-hmm. and to reinforce hierarchy. And, yeah. um, and if you haven't – and white supremacy, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't read the book, I know I've mentioned it several times, but you, it's a must-read. It's called The New Jim Crow by mm-hmm. Michelle Alexander. Mm-hmm. And she breaks down from, from you know – Policing policy yes. to prosecutorial discretion yes. to mm-hmm. mandatory minimums mm-hmm. to every part of the criminal Three justice system mm-hmm. is totally um, suffused and infused with racism. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you, it's, geared it's towards making you a legal slave. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's just it's indisputable. And now even even conservatives are starting to see it. Some, mm-hmm. you know, even like Rand Paul, that was one of the things that um, when he was running you know, people were like, "Oh, well, this white guy well, isn't so fairness, crazy." To, in fairness to Rand Paul, that's a, libertarians have always had yeah. the uh, for sure. But I'm they, saying they, it's not it's not a <clears throat> it's not a conservative thing. It's like Rand Paul. Uh, 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 libertarians believe in the legalization of drugs, right? right. Yeah. So I mean, that's. Well, that's I didn't mean. I, didn't want, I was. I was saying that Rand Paul, um, to his credit, I guess, was and raising he's on the Republican w- ticket, right so that he was running yeah. as a Republican. <clears throat> he actually was the one to bring that. Um, perspective uh, on the conservative side. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Yeah, we, we definitely incarcerate far too many people in this country, and it, it really needs to stop. It really does. I mean, what, what, do you do with, what do you do with people who commit crimes then? Well, first of all, you can, uh, you can change what you consider a crime. There's that. That's the that's, that's, start with that. That's another so, book to read, a book called Consensual Crimes. So, that's fascinating. Uh, there's no reason why, um, you know, uh, we should be trying to legislate and criminalize morality. Right. You know, and for people, if consenting adults want to have sex, consenting adults... You know, and somebody wants to pay for it and receive money, whatever, right. then yep. it should be That's legal. Right. You know, um, the same thing with with um, with drugs. You know, right. it should be if people want to get altered, then they should be able to get altered. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't be uh, a, a criminal offense or what you choose to be able to say what can alter or not. Because if you took away nicotine and you right. took away caffeine, exactly, you right. Alcohol. Right. I mean, they're all drugs. Right. It's about you what you can regulate and what you can make money off of. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Exactly. Well, and to answer his question, the other things you can do: number one is reduce the number of guns on the street. Number two is just like they're changing the laws and creating um, 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 reg- creating programs and stuff for drug addicts. Do that for the ones in prison. Mm-hmm. Retroactively get them right. out of prison mm-hmm. um, if they were. Locked up on drug offenses, get them um, treatment mm-hmm. and get them job training. How about that? Mm-hmm. That would well, be a start. What, what if they don't want the treatment? What if they don't want? Um, I mean, there there have been plenty of cases where people. I mean, re- recidivism is high for people who are in prison. They, but they there's do, a reason recidivism is high because their, there is no right because there aren't treatment mm-hmm. programs. But, they're, but they're, they're well behaved. They're they're clean. They do mm-hmm. they do what they're supposed to do. They get out of prison, and they you know some of them have jobs and. Um, they go out and they 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 start they but they a lot do of what them they can't get jobs too. Oh, right? yeah. So you have a felony, you can exactly. no longer get a job, you can't vote. Exactly. So then, of course, you're going to return back there's to a, well, how right. else am I going to survive? Right. right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot. It's so intrinsic. It's right. so deep. So entrenched. Yeah. And, yeah. And I mean, being, yeah. And being institutionalized, sometimes you feel like you know I had it better in there. You think you do. I had it better in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to choose. There's 25 different toothpastes right. on on the shelf. I remember my little cousin. He went into prison. I think he went in maybe when he was like 16. They tried him as an adult. He's 28 and he got out. And he was like, I mean, overwhelmed. Right. Like I, mm-hmm. I, it's just so much. All these deodorants. I had two choices mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. What you could afford: the cheap one and the expensive one. Mm-hmm. I had two toothpaste. He's like 25. I don't. Well, what, what do they do? I don't know. Which you know, right. there's just so many things that you right. feel like it's just easier for them to tell me when to wake up. I right. got my friends. I know I'm going to exercise. It's regimented. Yeah, right, right. You know, there's. I mean, it, it's so deep. There's so many. It's the same reason why it. a lot of a lot of veterans reenlist. Yeah. You know, right. a lot of people, especially people with uh, PTSD, absolutely, they have um, a hard time. A hard, they have a hard time coping and acclimating oh, and yeah. uh, back into society, mm-hmm. and it's actually easier for them mm-hmm. to deal with the, 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 right. the trauma the that they've been through yeah. for sure. in in the environment of the military. Absolutely. So they they reenlist and Absolutely. they just they just you know they just right. speaking of that one of these shows. Can we talk about the new Gulf War syndrome? There is a new one, and it is epidemic among our troops, and you just made me think of it when you mentioned that. They're dying at alarming rates of cancer and all of this, so we should yeah. talk about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. at some point. Sure. But, yeah. But, yeah. It's deep. We have to do better. Yeah. We just have to do better. Yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing, yeah. there is a, and I can't remember what the program's called, but there's a guy who's um, uh, in IT um, that has created programs in one of the prism systems where they're actually teaching, because you know there's so many STEM and engineering and um, IT jobs out there that can't be filled in the mm-hmm. workforce. It's a brilliant idea to train uh, those prisoners and those mm-hmm. inmates so that they come out with some skills where right. they don't even necessarily have to work for anyone. They can work for themselves. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. 
That's power, though. You know, mm-hmm. education and knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. I give you sure. that. Yeah. Now I can't control you. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. How about it? Right. There's that. There's there that. There's mm-hmm. that. And that's really what we have to get to. Mm-hmm. So speaking about drugs, uh, drugs in an, another sense. Who's holding? <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I'll see you behind Red Rock yeah. Studio after the show. Speaking of drugs. Cuban developed lung cancer vaccine could arrive in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you guys who have been sleeping on Cuba, Cuba is slowly kicking like everybody, including our ass mm-hmm. in, in medicine. In medicine. They, they no joke. are no joke. Um, right here, just today, we have three things that, that are huge in Cuba. The, uh, the lung cancer vaccine, they also have, um, they're also the, the, first to, the first country to eliminate mother-to-child transmission of HIV. That's, there's an asterisk with that. They're mm-hmm. the first company that are registered with who? Um, the World Health, Health Organization. Organization. Not necessarily the first to actually do it, but they're the right. first ones who have, have registered. Right. Um, and findings. Yes. Okay. And, uh, and, and, Q, and, and also um, the eliminating, that doesn't mean like totally, as long as there's uh, less than 50 cases per 100,000, right. then that's considered eliminated. Right, right, right. Okay. Um, right. In 2013, Cuba had two, two Two uh, children, two babies born with HIV, and this is also with syphilis as well, and right. uh, and, and five born with syphilis. Awesome. So they're on the ball, and then they also they've um, they have um, they're gaining ground in the fight against uh, diabetes. They've come up with a drug that uh, for people who um, who might be on the verge of being amputated, it reduces the the need for amputation to like seventy five percent. So yeah, they're they're just ridiculous. They're killing yeah, it. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show, <laughs> where, you know, what your va- your values. It goes to show that what you what you find important and what you invest in, people actually can make a difference. You know, and it also goes to show the importance of actually having a healthcare system. You know, the the main difference between Cuba and us is that everybody gets healthcare. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and, and, and the Cubans are beating each other up to get out of there. Mm. So. <laughs> but, but <laughs> it's, a, it's a great place to live. Just not even just that, but also because you know they haven't had access to all of the accoutrements that we right. had from America because right. you know they've been cut off. So when you've ha- not had access to reality all TV the croutons, and right, all right. the croutons, all the croutons, all the herbs, when you haven't had all of that, your focus is different because right. you haven't had the distractions right. that come with being indoctrinated by Western values right. and Western and ideas and, and cons- materialism. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I think I think that's part could be part of it. Also, could think you know I I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but I do I do think that there's some. You know, when it comes to our health care, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it, it's, it's foul. Yeah, it's foul. Sure. You know, and and I think, you know, and I've had this discussion with Tara Lynn, um, our super fan, who is a scientist and all that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she she's she doesn't believe it, obviously, you know, because, you know, what, mm-hmm. what do you expect? She's in that field. But right. I just I just think that uh, um, they don't they're not incentivized to try and to cure stuff you know no. they just i just don't think they are i mean why else would some little bitty country that's less than 100 miles away from us right you know be kicking our ass like this mm-hmm. you know with with they obviously can't uh, match us in resources right obviously right so because, so what is it you well, know what i mean it's because <laughs> yeah it's the money because right. they take the because pro- there's no profit motive right. i mean here they're gonna 
But you the know. profit motive uh, uh, profit motive incentivizes cures for all sorts of diseases in this in this country and other countries. Well, it incentivizes mm-hmm. treatment for diseases that they can get a lot of money for, like Viagra. The right, mm-hmm. the symptoms, like mm-hmm. Viagra. I mean, right. you know what I mean? They're not curing a little, anything. We're living yeah, longer is- than ever. In, uh, well, longer than ever with a lot more diseases, with a lot too. more drugs and, pumped um, into your body, too. cardiovascular disease, a lot right. more cancer, mm-hmm. a lot more um, right. pulmonary, yeah, yeah, yeah all of that. And we also, and we also have the most expensive care for not mm-hmm. the best outcomes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. By the way, the Simavax is what uh, the vaccine is called in Cuba. They've been studying it for like twenty-five years, mm-hmm. and it's treated five thousand people around the world, a um, thousand in Cuba alone. But it's believed that it. Um, well, they found that it increases the antibodies mm-hmm. um, that fight the tumors in the body and right. all of that. Mm-hmm. So, But we won't be seeing it anytime soon because, you know, we always have to do U.S. drug trials. Mm-hmm. So although it's been working around the world, we won't It works for that. others, but not for us. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, after we have a few walks and a few fundraisers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so just to give you a little bit, yeah. of, a, a little bit of the science. What color how- ribbon are we going to have for this? I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Lime green. <laughs> Sorry. So the, the way it works, Simavax is a vaccine designed by Cubans, uh, Cubans, Cuba's Center for Molecular uh, Immunology to help lung cancer patients by targeting a specific hormone that can encourage tumors to grow. The vaccine works by creating a protein in the body that primes the immune system to attack a hormone called epiderm- epidermal growth factor, or EGF. Uh, naturally occurring hormone in the body. So basically, um, when you get a cancerous tumor, the the, the tumor is feeding off of this hormone mm-hmm. that encourages um, it to, encourages it to, to grow. grow. But mm-hmm. this 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 this, this vaccine is is basically it's starving the tumor because it's preventing your body from releasing that hormone. So right. the tumor starves and mm-hmm. and shrivels sr- up and dies. Right. Wow. And it's like pretty fucking awesome. It's very awesome. <laughs> very awesome. So glad we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lung so. cancer, right? So that's for <clears throat> lungs. They, <laughs> it is for lungs, but they also said that um, it could. There are other True. cancers. There are other cancers that feed on that same hormone, like Good. neck, neck cancer, and some and some other ones as well. That I believe they said pancreas. Uh, pancreatic uh, cancer as well that could benefit from the same oh, uh, the same uh, vaccine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So. Cheers to Cuba. Mm-hmm. You know. Que viva. <laughs> Cheers for Obizi for uh, lifting that uh, embargo. I know. <laughs> yeah. right. Did you guys hear yes. what Castro was? It Castro that said he said America is going to talk to us when there's a black president and there's a, a Latino, a Latino wow. pope, mm-hmm. and his words came to pass. Wow. Yeah. Fidel true. said that, or yeah. his brother Fidel. Fidel wow. said that. But like saying he was saying like when it was like when pigs fly, like when, yeah. pigs fly. Like, oh, when America yeah. has that's a black what, president. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was sure salty when Obama they, left. They, though, they, going they on. call him. They call him Fidel Stradamus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what's going on. That's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Well, I'm sure down for a visit to Cuba, <laughs> Charlie Bell. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, there's already, we should there's go. Already a, we should a do. Boat that goes I want to go. Sure. Let's do it. Let's do some shows from yeah. Cuba. Shit, I'd go to Cuba. <laughs> Any flights fly straight there yet, or do you um, still have to do the roundabout? No, way? they. Still, I don't think from us. Not yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Because, well, um, they're, they're in works. First. They're in works for to do a straight flight. You do have to do it to Florida, but you they're doing the bullet train. No. <laughs> no. A bullet train to Cuba. Yeah. yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> 
because before you used to have to go to Canada, you used to have to go yeah. to another country. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had to go one of the would, islands. And then, then they couldn't let you stamp yeah. it. They'd be yeah. like, no, don't stamp my yeah. passport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how my mom got over there. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna go. Yeah. Whatever happened to that trip? Remember back way, way back, Charlie Bill, back when I was single, we were supposed to go to the Dominican Republic? We would really talk about that. Why come we didn't go? Because they're racist. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say now I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't now I don't want to go because of the whole <laughs> the Haitian <laughs> thing. You know, yeah, they're yeah, expelling yeah. Haitians right, and right. totally like, taking no, away their citizenship. It's horrible. My money. But um, yeah, fuck Dominican Republic. But I'll go Cuba. <laughs> yeah. Cuba's the new DR. That's yeah. the Dominican Republic. Well, I didn't know, and I didn't know there were issues <laughs> with the DR until I lived in New York out of college and heard some. Dominicans actually calling black people niggers mm-hmm. and I was like yo yo yo, yo wait like, ain't like, you about 20 shades darker than his like, and I really had to, I, I had to get educated on that I was not yeah. aware that they, they see us as other yeah and beneath you know that kind of that was fascinating yeah. so. but I don't think that's um I don't think that's unique to the Dominican no I think any Spaniola right all the all of the uh the majority of uh the Latin of the of the Latin Negroes of Latin Negroes do not want to claim the African mm. you know in right. in their blood they are well, really because, yeah colonial yeah. because yeah, of the colonialism right. Yeah. Of right, course. Right. you know white is right yeah, yeah. always so, so it's sad but but the difference but in defense of the DR okay. many of them you know do recognize it are down with it mm-hmm. and uh, the women are fine as hell and. <laughs> That's true. And he just put that in there. And, and they're one of the biggest of uh, places outside the U.S. that listens to the Shiznit show. So, well, right. yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, shout out anyway. Que viva! <laughs> Charlie Bell didn't mean it when she said fuck the Dominicans. She didn't mean it, y'all. No, no, no. no, no. She I, said I, fuck I, the racism. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, there you go. Exactly. Just, they ain't listening. Just, yeah. all, y'all. just the tourism. Just the tourism. There, not, exactly. Not the people. Not the right. people. <laughs> we love us some Dominicans. <laughs> Shoot, the men are fine as hell too. Yes, honey. Oh boy. So, in uh, some entertainment news, some unfortunate news for the uh, the Martins. Uh, Dwayne Martin and his uh, wife Tisha Campbell Martin are filing for bankruptcy due to fifteen million in in debt. Mm. Who yeah. gave them fifteen million dollars? They didn't have fifteen million dollars. <laughs> that's the, that's the debt. I was saying, how did they get? Exactly. It? I mean, that's crazy. How do you even get uh, into fifteen million? Like, well, keeping up with the, uh, in the, the article, parents? they say keeping up with the Joneses. Really? But I'm just saying people giving them that much credit like I couldn't get 15 million dollars in debt if I wanted to yeah. <laughs> well they, they were they were they were yeah they, no I get it they're celebrities yeah they, still get residual taxes they had they had high earnings so don't get it twisted they was yeah. bringing in some money mm. I mean, how, um, how many? But, how many? I mean, Tisha Campbell's been on television since she was like, like a teenager. She's on 20. there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so yeah, so yeah. But they're not. They don't. Have, they're not probably making the same as they were. No, well, he's certainly I'm not. Obviously, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. But you and, know that they can get credit. Yeah, yeah. So. Right. And then, you know, this it's the NBA thing. You know, you make bad investments mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and uh, they said they were bringing in seventy five hundred and spending seventeen thousand. Yeah, that'll do it. That's, That's crazy. Good. Yeah, something like that mm-hmm. uh, were the numbers. And uh, yeah, they did. They mentioned some bad investments and mm-hmm. whatever. I, but uh, I, f- I feel bad for them, especially since they, you know, all their businesses out there and yeah, like they like they broke it down like how much they owed American Express and how much they owed this and That's cold. It, it was cold. But they cold. do that in bankruptcy. It's, but it's you know 
what if Donald record. Trump can do it to get himself straight and restructured? Four or I mean, five times. That's right. what a lot of these wealthy people do. I learned that when I was in real estate. Right, but there's a difference between it, it kind of being strategy True. and it's like you True. really, really broke. Yeah. Or, yeah that's you, know, or, you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference. They had only yeah. $200. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Something like that. They only had $200 cash. Wow. And not only that, wow. not only that, the, the part that really, like, because at first I was, I was a little... I was feeling a little some kind of way about the title, how they were saying that it was them keeping up with the Joneses. But after I read the article and looked at the breakdown Mm -hmm. of their spending and the fact that their assets, they only had they had less. They have less assets than I do. That's crazy. That is bad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that is bad. When those two Mm -hmm. making the kind of money that they made and all they have to show for it is less. They didn't have a home. Less than what less than what I have. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Less than the value of my house. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, really? Four hundred K, that's all you got to show for it, and all the rest of that is just debt. Just Fluff. debt. Mm-hmm. Just like just oh wow. Like unsecured credit debt. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's pretty that's bad. bad. I wonder if any of it has to do that she's been ill, right? Too? I forget what she has. I don't know. They didn't mention that. I don't know. Because, because, uh, that I forget I saw. what it's called. Her new song, something about a bitch. Something. <laughs> I saw. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She she didn't look bitch, better have right. my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bitch, can I have some money? Or? I know. <laughs> I know. Line up because I'm pimping yeah. bitches. I mean, right. Something. Like, something. You know? something. Well, the one thing that I, I kind of was like, oh, they paid for their nephew's uh, school. Yeah, they did. They did. So, they did. Well, they, that did. Was nice. mm-hmm. yeah. they did. So. Yeah. Where did he go to school? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trump University. <You> know? <laughs> That shit's yeah. expensive, $17 though. $17 million. <laughs> no, it was only like 17000 or 11 I don't know. Some, it wasn't a huge portion, but still. But still, it, it it's adds to it. It's filed in the bankruptcy. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Definitely. With Tony Braxton's Gucci um, silverware. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Handling money is a skill. And it is. Uh, I mean, it's it's... Especially when you have that kind of money, and you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, grow you, up with a silver spoon. You didn't yeah. know how to deal with this money. Uh, that's what it's sarcoidosis is. What she has, same disease that killed Bernie Mac. Oh, really? lung disease. Oh, that degenerative oh, lung sad. disease. Oh, girl, this, mm-hmm. this right here. What you girl? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The bomb. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fact checking. Yeah. Come on, Google it. Back in the eighties, I had cameosis. I was listening. You know what? <laughs> what Word <is> up. <laughs> Yes, word. <laughs> cold word. And I like it. Shake your pants, shake yes. your pants. And let the vibe come through. Back, back Do your forth, dance quick, forth, mama. Back, come on, forth, baby. Forth, tell me what's the word. I word I. Yes. Oh. I'm just going to hold on to my visual of the red cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I love that video though. They were crazy. Yes. No lyrics on my end. Yes. Oh, she's talking about I the red like cod piece. Yes. 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 Yeah. Were they all gay? When Girl. I was little, I used I you know I didn't really? have a name for it, what but I gay? really thought no, I don't know. I think it was just the eighties that leads wasn't quite like that. They were quite different, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I with it. I was just curious if just the were. mascara and hair of the age. How about it? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone looked like that. <laughs> well, maybe uh, maybe um, Dwayne and Tisha can get a job with. Well, Tisha's already got a job. Maybe she can get another one. But uh, L- Lawrence Fishburne and Lorenz Tate are combining forces for an exciting new project. Uh, 
that's relevant to our world. They are teaming up for an audio drama about the numbers game. It's called Policy Kings. Yeah. And what? Game. Yeah. Yeah. The racket. You know. Oh, running number. Yeah. yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. what is that? Yeah. Right. I was like, huh? do I feel stupid? No. Right. right. No, don't. She's like, where I am. like, Uno? Uno? Yeah. Like, what numbers? You really got to be able to have the money then. Okay. Uh, be the bookie. Yeah. So, yeah, what they're doing is basically they're creating a podcast that's kind of like a throwback to the old days of radio. Mm-hmm. Like when radio, when they would have radio programs that was just like television, mm-hmm. but it was over the radio. You know, everyone's talking about cereal and what a huge hit cereal is, which it is, and how great it is. Uh-uh. Cereal is not all that. Cereal is uh, like a glorified audiobook. For sure. That's all it is. Now, this, what they're doing, and I know it's going to be top-notch because they're teaming up with Casey Whalen. Casey Whalen is the guy who produced um, We're Alive, which is by far and above, it's there's nothing out that's that's on the level of that. I mean, until maybe I'm I'm expecting that this Policy Kings will be mm. um, because it's you know co-produced. The, the physical production is done by Casey Whalen and his people, but that was a, a basically a, an audio drama or podcast mm-hmm. that was about um, like the zombie apocalypse, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was it, it was better than Walking Dead. It's wow. better than like it mm. was. It was the, dope. Yes, yes. It was just so the production, the writing on it was so top-notch. Wow. And um, that's who they're bringing in to do the physical production on this, uh, meaning like the Foley sounds and right, that kind right, of thing. Right. And it just brings life to it. And it's just, oh, I, I love that. And he's he's working on uh, his spinoff series from that. And actually, um, uh, he said he would come on the show. So hmm. knock on wood, hopefully uh, Casey will uh, will will come by. Yeah, me uh, excited. I'm like, out. all right. I know, me too. It's, I but, love it. But, love uh, it. yeah, so, so yeah, so Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne's production company and Lorenz Tate's uh, production company, they're, they're teaming up together to do this, whatever, and it's, it's like going to be like a big deal, whatever, for, mm. you know, for this, throwback. for this format. Totally throwback mm. because that's where Soap Operas okay. began, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. That's where Lucy got her start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember as a little kid listening, um, I don't know where we, would find them but every now and then you know there there would be some on the off channel somewhere whatever right. but as a kid with, with my mom sometimes when we were in the car mm-hmm. uh coming home i don't remember where we were coming from <laughs> but we would we would listen to them and we were really into them and i yeah. i liked them and when i when i found we're alive i was like it was such a throwback to that it was you know that the same time you know that brought back memories of uh, that time with my mom in the car Simpler listening to time. yeah <laughs> listening to that but then at the same time it just was very updated and was you know with current themes whatever and right. just the the quality and storytelling was just phenomenal mm-hmm. and uh you can, you can hear some of the old radio shows on YouTube yeah uh, yeah I listened yeah. to I listened to a couple of episodes yeah. of Gunsmoke mm-hmm. yeah they, yeah they have they actually have them uh, they have them in podcast form too in other places but yeah you can you can hear um, a lot of that it stuff be still War of the Worlds all over again mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because I like audiobooks and when I was a kid mm-hmm. you know I would have little 45s you know how they came with books or mm-hmm. books on tape or whatever. oh yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. I'd like to listen to those and plus sometimes right. I like to listen to the TV while I'm doing things, yeah. but mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. want to have to always have to look right, at it right, or right. stop yeah. what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I'm looking forward to it. And yeah. Yeah, nice. definitely. it boils it down to the essence, which is the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. For yes. sure. A good story. Sure. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. Cool. For sure. For sheezy. For sheezy, my kneesy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
So this week's Ask the Average Guy uh, question of the week comes from our own Chaz, Chaz Samuel. She's Knit Show super fan and Facebook editor extraordinaire. And Chaz says, yo, Dino and crew, would you prefer an accomplished person with an impeccable background or an, inco- or an, an accomplished person with a storied past as a love marriage interest uh would it put you would it put you off having to acknowledge your lover's storied past if it comes up in conversation or would you not be bothered and so i asked him a little bit like okay like you want to expound on a little bit and he just kind of said like you know somebody's been to prison and different things like that or would you you know um Mm. actually I could I could read exactly uh, what else he said to kind of clarify. He said uh, some people really are influenced by what others may think. What a story, what a story past that may include promiscuity, criminal behavior, or even being a relative of an infamous person like uh, George Zimmerman, etc. I have seen love in the most unlikely places and wondered what they thought about the entire situation. So mm-hmm. that's why he's asking us, would you prefer Kenda? Uh, can, can you put the question back up again? Because um, I wanted to see something you said, but I, I don't believe number one, I, I would take the storied past because I don't believe that anyone exists that has an impeccable background. Yeah, that And part. anyone who wants you to believe that is lying right. and they're trying to, um, you know, uh, that's a facade about, you know, I believe, you know, as a journalist, everybody has a story. Something has happened in everybody's oh. life to okay, shape well, let, you in let, some let me, way. Let me, let me do this. Let okay. me play devil's advocate. Not to, to, so not, not to take away from what he's trying to do. Someone who's, Maybe it's not impeccable, but it's there. There are plenty of people who don't have. Uh, I would say. I think what he's saying is someone whose story is outside the norm. Maybe what's acceptable as kind of kind of vanilla. Yeah. They're saying like a, a person who just doesn't have like you know skeletons. Right. You know, doesn't have any major skeletons. Right. Right. Major. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So versus somebody who does have. Regular skeletons. <laughs> the real deal, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> just a couple, just a couple bones, right. like most of us have. <laughs> big giant skeletons. This motherfucker got a graveyard. Yeah. So, so instead of uh, <laughs> he's got an Indian burial ground. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he is tickled over here. <laughs> Weezy, what's so funny? <laughs> well, okay, I Go have ahead, Charlie. Uh, um, it's well, no, no, wait. Oh, sorry. I want to start. Because with the. <laughs> Charlie got my back. She was rescuing me. No. I'll take the story uh, past any day, anyway. Because it doesn't mean because you had a story past that that's still your present. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I think that just makes a richer person and a more um, well rounded somebody, you know, that just has gone through some things and mm-hmm. been through it because then that's it. That allows you to be able to empathize and all kinds of different things. And I just think it makes a better person, mm-hmm. probably a better okay. partner. <clears throat> all right, Weezy, what, what say ye? Um, I would like to think that. Uh, if it's if it's in the past, that it's going to stay there. Um, uh, my my only thing is like you know there there may be trust issues because it's 
you know this person's history you know it, I mean, it, it depends on how long ago it is in the past if we're talking mm-hmm. 20 years ago mm-hmm. then it's it's a lot easier to handle than if we're talking oh yeah i've been clean, i've been clean and sober for six months mm-hmm. you know it's mm-hmm. it's so it, it it's <laughs> 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 Not long enough, pal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it it just it depends, mm-hmm. uh, uh, basically. But overall, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty forgiving, pretty easygoing. So that that's me. Mm-hmm. So. I, yeah, I could handle some. I, I, I can handle, handle the story. I, past. I, I could basically handle yeah. someone with a story past as long as it's in as long in as I'm past. convinced that it's in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. a good answer. Charlie Bell. Man. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is a tough one because I'm actually uh, facing something like this Mm -hmm. right now. I got asked out by a guy a couple dates. He's very nice, very smart. We had great conversation. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was kind of like little missing pieces of his biography. Mm -hmm. So it finally came Can I answer for Charlie (laughs) Bell? <laughs> I like her stories. No, no, I don't have a problem with her story. I just, I just know the answer. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, tell me what you think the answer is. Well, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to say, but the truth is, <laughs> is? I feel that you would prefer because uh, we've this is this has come up in in uh, other ways on the show before. Um, Charlie Bell has an image. She's she has and she's concerned with image. Um, so I would say she would prefer somebody who has the the less of the storied, less of the story past. I mean, prefer? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I guess what I'm saying is, theoretically, that might be true. I might prefer that, but I mean, my re- reality is I've dealt with people with some interesting backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I mean, my ex had. He was raised in a cult, so that was pretty <laughs> deep. Um, and then this current guy, I mean, I'm, I don't really, you know. But he he spent t- over 20 years in prison. Hmm. He got convicted of a murder that uh, took place when he was 17. Hmm. So... Uh, well, sounds like story passed, not too much of a problem. Well, I mean, I, <clears throat> I don't necessarily... <clears throat> or is it? I, I mean, it is a problem. Right. It's, it's for sure a problem. <laughs> right. It's a problem. <laughs> but you'll still date them. I mean, as you said, the guy now is 20, or, or was it 17? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, but, I did, but, but I didn't know that when I started okay, dating him. Got it. And uh, so now that I know that, well, hmm, you know. Well, and also we're we're uh, there's a second part to the question that oh. like nobody is addressing. What it would would it put you off having to acknowledge your lover's story past if it comes up in conversation, or would you just kind of like you know hide it? Well, I feel because I have personally had the story past check up on me. I I was just friends with a person online and we started getting inundated with this lady who had researched the dude and was like he's a con artist Mm -hmm. and so he had to come out and admit well yeah she ain't lying like you know i did go to jail for these things but his her accusations you know have to be alleged about Mm -hmm. this allegedly 
his thing was that was why he always was going into jail was because he would get these women and take their money or whatever mm-hmm. and then go to the next chick. So a he con. was like a con dude. And, you know, I mean, when you don't really know a person and you kind of just know them online, yeah. like, hey, you just look normal and regular. Mm-hmm. You don't think that, especially because, I mean, he was always very well dressed and always seemed mm. like he just, you know, and of course, your online pictures, you're always standing next to a Porsche and big, right. you know, yeah. And then this chick is like, girl, she's like, she's like, girl, don't do it, girl, don't Don't sleep with him, girl. That's hilarious. So I would say, no, I really wouldn't want that because I mean, like, literally, it was like two years ago, he just got out. Like, it was continuous. Mm, So I would say for me, no, because I would have to justify that. And if that is your pattern, like you, what makes mm-hmm. me think that I'm so special that you're not gonna con me? Like I right. didn't have as much as the last bitch yeah. you was calling. Right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? So right, right. I don't know. Like, what are you just? I don't know. I would say no. Mm-hmm. I would prefer the more squeaky clean background. I know okay. everybody's made their mistakes, but honey, that type of mistake where people right. are finding you <laughs> right. and saying, "Girl, sure. I'm just warning anyone mm-hmm. that has ever been friends with him." Like, that's wow. crazy. Yeah, or somebody with bad credit where yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, the, 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 suddenly you become oh no no just I, I have bad credit so you, you, co-sign this loan yeah. for me right. you can do that for me baby you know something next like thing that. you know you in debt yeah. like you went to college right. <laughs> <laughs> right. that's the school of hard knocks for real mm. but but okay but to speaking to the second part though mm. I think that when I have dated someone who had issues or whatever. You have to talk about it. You do have to acknowledge it. Like I think it's even worse if you know about the situation and they don't want to talk about it or deal with it, you know, and that was the issue with my ex. Like he I was like, dude, you went you were raised in a cult. Like you have trauma. You need to deal with this, you know? And he didn't really want to think about it he said save the trauma for your mom mm-hmm. exactly well, clearly she saved it <laughs> <laughs> well i would have to say uh, i don't know i feel like i would be the one with the story pass <laughs> so the question would be because she did with me <laughs> yeah right yes. what i do i have a story passed yeah. mm-hmm. what but you're, I mean, I know pretty much a lot about your past. You haven't done nothing bad. You've, you've No, I haven't. But, yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I mean, basically, story past is just like a euphemism for baggage. Yeah. You know, and been through some shit. Mm-hmm. I've been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all have. Yeah, so. see, I, 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 saw it as, I saw it as something that, you know, the other person would be ashamed of or you would be ashamed right. for other people to know. Yeah, I would be ashamed or, of that. Yeah. <laughs> But I see or, it deeper than that too, because mm-hmm. it even could be someone who came from an abusive household or mm-hmm. had an abusive childhood, mm-hmm. and that's there may be shame, but there might be something they've worked well, yeah, through yeah, after yeah, time. So yeah. I saw it more broad as yeah. a lot yeah. of different things that yeah. it could encompass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I would have to say that when it comes down to it, I don't think it would it would matter. Like I would probably I'm, I'm gonna go Charlie Bell route, and I would prefer. I think the squeaky clean for one, because I don't think I've ever had that. <laughs> so it'd be nice to experience that. <laughs> I don't know. My wife, my wife now, she's been, she's pretty, she's pretty squeaky clean. Yeah. She's, she's, she, the things that have happened in her past are, she was a victim. So it's not anything that she did. Right. So she's got a, a few, you know, not, not even skill, more like private things. You know what I mean? Right. Things that are private versus she, she doesn't really, so I, I kind of got that with her, I guess. Um, she she's really 
she doesn't really have any anything like that and uh i think i would prefer that even though i can appreciate the fact that as kenda said that a person who has been through all this shit Mm -hmm. is going a lot of times going to be a a deeper and more uh complex person and Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways a better person uh as a result of that Mm -hmm. um it's still like a lot of baggage and mm-hmm. I've, I've had baggage <laughs> <laughs> and I, it's, that shit is not nice. I'd rather not deal with it if, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if possible, because even somebody who doesn't, you know, that it's, it's still hard. Like, like I said, my wife is pretty squeaky clean and our relationship is not easy. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah. You know, not at all. It's just, we don't have any of uh that type of stuff getting in the way. We have, you know, other shit getting in the way. Cause yeah. There's always gonna be something in the way. Yeah. So that that's my answer. And uh, as far as would I would it put me off having? Yeah, it would. It would. It would. It would put me off. That would put me off. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I ain't gonna even lie. <laughs> Don't lie. You ain't got to lie to kick it. You know. <laughs> for me, for me, it would depend on what the baggage was. You know, whether or not I, whether or not having it come up in conversation, mm-hmm. if if it would bother me. Yeah, and it it might also might also have to do with how the significant other feels about their baggage. You know, whether yeah. you know whether they're open about it or if they would rather not. You know, have anyone find out. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So there you have it, Chaz. I hope I uh, hope you uh, liked uh, what uh, what your question bared. Um. Okay. Now there is mail time. And lo and behold, <laughs> guess who our mail is from this week? <laughs> None other than that dude that we hardly ever hear from, Chaz. <laughs> Shout out, Chaz. How you doing? <laughs> That's uh, hilarious. Okay. So Chaz's feedback for this week says, uh, Dino, the last show was in my mind, similar to the enjoyment of hearing a V12 engine exhaust Again, Chaz, you wonder why people think that you're a Navy SEAL. (laughs) (laughs) Enjoying uh, the the enjoyment of hearing a V12 engine exhaust. Note, when in a 90-mile-per-hour cruise, again, like so many of your references, I have no idea what that means, but it sounds like a good thing, so I'll take it. I could easily close my eyes and listen to the rich descriptions and stories of Kenda, Kenda, Charlie B, and the Weasel. You were right that Game of Thrones uh, like passion was present. (laughs) Uh, Give me more of that. By the way, the range of topics was off the chain or pussy off the chain wax in reality. A throwback reference. Another Bro thing I love back. about Chaz is like he's one of them people like you know he listens to the show. Right. It's not 
it might be on in the background, right. but you know he's listening because right. he brings it's a lot of callback when his so feedback. Good. He calls back stuff that we talked about weeks and months ago yeah. or whatever else. And yeah, we had an episode. Uh, it was like a year ago when Charlie yeah. Bell was in here talking about pussy off the chain wax. Like, <laughs> well, I'm like, what? The, what we are you talking that about? Back. We need to bring that. Shit is pussy off the chain. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? My wife was like, uh, why is your episode called Pussy Off the Chain? Or no, she didn't. She wouldn't say p p, p word off the chain wax. <laughs> Why? What, what? What is? What is going on? I was like, "That's Charlie Bill. Talk to her." <laughs> well, it was from Key and Peele, right? Right. Yeah. I explained it to her, and yeah. she was like, "What?" <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. Are you, you going to check out the new Key and Peele movie? Yes, yeah. I'm kind of excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love. I think, they're, I think they're so funny. So nobody's still watching OJ, right? Just me, me and my. Didn't my it go wife, off right? the first episode it this just, week? Yeah, it just ended at the gym. I was like, didn't it I'm gonna go have to catch up. It I just, didn't see it. it just ended. But I mean, that doesn't mean anything. So, what, so, so, so how did it end? <laughs> I don't know. Spoiler alerts no on this show. No, no, no spoilers on this show. I just started watching it. But yeah, you I know, like I missed it. I, I, I'll say this. I mean, it didn't change my perspective. Obviously, I still think OJ did it. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. Um, I'm not mad at the fact that he got off. Mm-hmm. You know, after seeing the case in 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 you know, um, in sequential order and everything, and and seeing what the jury saw and and all that, and and being seeing just basically going through it all over again, mm-hmm. it was a horrible case. Right. It was a horrible case. Right. Um, I mean, the burden of proof is on the prosecution, right? And I don't I don't feel like they met it. I feel like they're kind of I could kind of see. I could there could be a case made for reasonable doubt and they and, alluded to. and they they were just they were out lawyered they yeah, were out lawyered and um, Black man. you know and they made some huge mistakes uh, by not listening to each other as far as uh, like uh, Chris you know Chris you know not listening to Marsha Marsha not listening to Chris mm-hmm. you know they well what's fascinating is his name Gil Garcetti yeah. um, he um, um, he said that he they never wanted Marsha Clark on the case in the first place. I just read a, a Los Angeles Times article this week where he was talking about it. He said they never wanted her. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Facet. But she rallied for it or lobbied for it. And for some reason, they had to end up going for it. But he feels like that's a large reason that they lost. I think that's what he was implying. Fascinating. Mm. Well, whatever the case may be, um, I, I can certainly kind of see where like okay like mm, i can see why he got off but <laughs> <laughs> i still think he did it though <laughs> you know it's f- funny christopher darden is one of my facebook friends is oh it? yeah yeah Fascinating. but he didn't he didn't respond he i didn't, didn't uh anything. see any comments about the movie uh, <laughs> he said i lived it yeah, yeah. do you know him outside of facebook or are you just facebook friends no Really, I mean, I know him to see him like in social events. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. You'll okay. Say hi. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So with that, let's get into the birthdays. It's your birthday, so I know you want to ride out. Even if we only go to my house, sit more easy as we sit upon my couch. Feels good, but I know you want to cry. So she has this show wishing lots of birthday sex to all our people out there. Kevin Goff, happy birthday, brother. Wishing you lots of birthday sex. Evelyn, Evelyn Aguirre Gonzalez. Shout out to Evelyn. 
Happy birthday to you. Juanita Coleman, happy birthday. Casey Lehman of the Black Is Network and fellow podcaster. Happy birthday to you, sister. Lots of birthday sex. Gil Laurie, my light-skinned brother from another light-skinned mother. <laughs> Shout out to you, sir. Lots of birthday sex to you. Carmen Evans. Shout out to you, my friend. Um, I will be hitting you up for your birthday lunch. Lots of birthday sex to you. Um, and Mac Mill from the um, the um, man. I can't think of their show. Dang, I'm just they have a TV podcast. They've been on the show and everything. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I'm totally blanking right now. Shout out to you and lots of birthday sex to you. That brings the Shiznit Show to a close. Thank you guys all, one and all, for riding with the Shiznit Show. Um, please make sure that you follow us on your social, on your social media. Share the show. Um, give us some reviews please guys um i don't often ask for reviews because i don't want to be one of the, i don't want to be that dude begging for reviews but you guys have really been slipping we haven't had a review in a long long time from a lot of you guys out there so stop by twitter uh not start i'm starting on twitter stitcher stop by stitcher stop by itunes uh does not take long at all give us a review however many stars you think we deserve um tell us what you like about the show tell us what you don't like about the show any constructive criticism any constructive criticism that you might have, like Dino can't talk at the close of the show, <laughs> uh, feel free to say whatever, and uh, we'll read it on air. All right. Um, don't forget to uh, check us out on Perspicuous Media on TuneIn, Monday through Friday, noon, and again at 11 p.m., uh, Eastern, no, Western, uh, Pacific time. Pacific time. Oh, man, what is wrong? Let me just end this show. God. <laughs> was that? <laughs> still love you, Dino. God, man, that was like the worst ending ever. <laughs> so for Kenda McGee, for Damon the Weasel Stanifer, for Charlie Bell, for Singing Diva Shannon, this is Dino Red saying holler at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.